Welcome to When Will It End? It's a movie podcast, and boy, do we watch the movies. We uh, we how made. You, how do you choose what you say? We made the, when you start a, when made you start an episode. We Bring made, it down. We made the movie bed, and now we're sleeping in it. You're doing a little alfalfa with your hair right now. You got a little alfalfa it's been a long going on. Fucking you see day. that? You seeing that? There's one little strand. Yep, feel it. Yeah, full alfalfa. So when, when you when you go, you're you're going through options in your head. Okay, or do you let just me go? tell you something about sports. You ever wondered, like, uh, when a quarterback, you know, mm-hmm. he's making the plays, he's thinking of the plays. Well, goes, are you talking like playing the plays before or in the game? He's in the huddle. He's like, guys, we got to fucking do an audible. And they're like, sure. fuck, he's running the audible. What does that mean? That's like the other the audible. one. I think it means like another one. But in the huddle, he does the audible? I thought that I think was after. He's like adapting to circumstances on the field. So I think what happens here, I mean, can I come in? <sighs> the thing with you and metaphors. I think here's what happens it's, it's like a wasp. To fucking spilled Kool-Aid. Sure. You're the me. wasp. The metaphor is to spilled Kool-Aid, which in and of itself is, of course, well, a metaphor. I don't think that metaphor works. Unless can it's actually spilled Kool-Aid. So you want to touch up both metaphors that are currently yeah. active. Okay, I do, I'll do hey, one. Who am I to stop that from happening? Let's do the first one. Please. So it's the, uh, I mean, I'm, not even gonna, I'm just going to teach you about audibles. <sighs> Pretty sure a quarterback chooses a play in the huddle. He gets out on the field. Well, these days, the head coaches over the damn walkie-talkies. I know, I know. It's so Let cool. the boys play. Just let them play. Let, let them play. Get, let them bust their own heads wide let open. Let them play. They want to bust their heads wide open. CTE? How about CTE? None of my damn business. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. Uh, the In the huddle. Pick the play. Go on the field. Ooh, that defense looking a little spicy. Audible. And then they change the play. That's an audible. That's what I was saying. You were saying in the huddle, he says, no, we're going to do oh, Audible for, right now. Um, it's been, one, a, it's been a long day. Second one, the Wasp. And, been a long, I mean, fucking, I choose been a long the, fucking day, let me tell you that. The Wasp thing isn't. I mean, I come to a metaphor much as a Wasp does. You but come then, to a metaphor much as some people come to sexual stimulation. Yes. I only come to metaphor. Amy's not happy. <laughs> This one will it end. It's a movie podcast. And we watch the movies. Yeah, we watch we, a one. We watch a two. We watch, watch a three point five. 5. Yeah. Here we are, baby. This is the first time I've ever watched a three point five. We watch the unrated version of Scary Movie Three, which is called Three Point Five. And let me tell you something. What are you gonna tell me? The third movie, Magic Baby. Oh my god! It is in full effect right now. Yeah, I don't want to speak out of turn. Do you mind if I speak? Go for it. Can I speak in turn or out of turn? I don't care. You can speak either turn. Oh, well, guess what? You got to turn this one up because this movie ruled. Yeah. It was the lowest quotia of punching down jokes to yeah. date. Mm-hmm. I would hardly describe this as a movie to watch with your extended family. I don't think any of them will be. No. But to watch comfortably in 2020 with friends. Yeah. This is like one I would bust out at a party as like a background thing. Yeah. It was just really great. Actually, I would never do that. I think for me, uh, cinema is a sacred art, and if it's on, no, no talking. You're sitting. Uh, you both of you tried to talk to me. I'm gonna. I'm. So, this is Let me podcast. tell you something about Charles. Both of you and Amy tried to talk to me during Bad Boys Three, and I wanted to talk back, but just there's a thing inside me that doesn't let me. Talk. His religion is movies. It is his cathedral. Yeah. Is the AMC in that shopping complex that we always fucking go to in it's Boston? It's so close. There's free parking. It's a fucking garage. Get this, everyone. There's a garage in the greater Boston area that doesn't charge you to use it. Is I'm going to say that for again. For three hours. Should I say it again or just instruct people to rewind it? Say it louder for the people Because they can't the use back. the button that no, does no, 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 15 no. seconds back. They need to hear it 
No, they're going with this podcast. They're going forward, my friend. <laughs> they're like like forward, Let's forward. get to the ads. Let's get yeah. to the ads. They just want to get the red check, and they're yeah. like, "We got to get to the end." You, you can skip to the end. I don't get a red. Check. Doesn't fucking matter. Wanna, it's not a red, red check. check. It's a green check. You just said the red check. Like, like listen to like. Yeah, yeah. I don't fucking. Oh, you're saying just in their life, is, in their yeah, mind, in their no, no. There's a literal check. Just please. I've never used this app. Holy fuck! It's just called podcast or something. It's very boring. It's yeah, very Google dull. does that calendar. It's not even Google. It's a, it's a third party app. Oh, it's just called podcast. I don't fucking know. No, they're just, all called like Zimzam. It's not called Zimzam. They're all this called is, like this. Ain't no Zimzam. <laughs> Just a series of like a sharp yeah. assonance. Yeah, it's like wow. the guy typing on the keyboard in this movie. Yeah, that's a good. No, not that. Yeah, that. Yeah. We watched we Scary have, Movie Three. Yeah. Yes, you can park. It's easy to park there. You've done. You finished it. I, I never yeah. started. Okay. No, you did. You certainly. Started. Okay. Anyway, yeah. And yet for, I will end it for three hours. Free. Up to three hours free. Okay. Get it. Yes. You guys can come to Medford. Movies is his religion. It's in Assembly Row. The Cathedral is his AMC in the shopping complex. His Pope? Sure. One Mr. Todrick Phillips. No. The the doyen of cinema. I think Shane Carruth is my Pope. Ugh, that's so annoying. I know. Isn't that annoying? It's but really he is annoying. my Pope. It's either that or Alain René, but I can't really say his name right. So I'm I'm just, not, maybe actually, I, I can't say Shane's name right either. Carruth? Is it Caruth? I don't fucking know. Caruth? Hey, Shane. Hey, buddy. If you're listening. and Which you may be. Just call me. I already gave out my number on some episodes, so just listen back. Yeah, listen back. Acclaimed independent filmmaker Shane Caruthroth. We don't I just know. read a, re- a report that it's funny. You're really when- tripping over your words, huh? I'm coming through a little clear and heady on this one. You're just kind of like a little mumble mouth marble boy I just there. did the. I just had a burrito shit. It's left me a little uneasy. Really? I guess maybe that was what was throwing me off a moment. Yeah. Like last uh-huh. round. Yeah, I think so. The burrito oh, so shit. I, I feel like you I broke, broke your toilet. <laughs> I didn't break the toilet. It was no, clearly, you didn't. It was, was already a problem. There was problem. I mean, it wasn't. It's like, hey, fellas, you know when you're visiting your main guy's house and he breaks toilet? Yeah. Well, now I know what it's like to be the main guy. Yeah, fellas. Yeah. Okay. Um, You heard a report about Shane Carruth throughout, we don't know. Yeah, it's funny how the internet works. Like we're thinking, it sure is funny how the internet works. What he is apparently did an interview back like a year ago that somebody else in a famous online news source for movies finally listened to and then posted something, and now everyone's posting about it. So someone posted about a year old quote. Yes, recently. that's now news because no one knew about it when it first. We was like interviewed. What on was some, the news? That he's making a movie and that's been announced since 2015, but it's going to be his last one. Already? Yeah, he's three and out. Three and out. Yeah, he's like. Oh, Quentin said 10? Yeah. Fuck that. Three. three. And three might never appear. Who knows? Well, what was the one where like the kids find the thing in the woods? Wasn't that going to be the, the long, like he talked about that yeah. for a long time? It might be this one or it might be something else. But yeah, he's done after this, which I think is great. Well, I'll say we, we didn't do a full looking back of the decade thing. No. But I made a, like a personal list of like my, you know, yeah. the, the really... The moments that stayed with me from the last decade. I was honored that I was a part of like you were. Eight out I of think ten of those many movies. of them. Certainly, Embrace of the Serpent. Seeing mm-hmm. that in the, the village was unforgettable. That's one of the best movies I've ever seen. I yeah. fucking love that movie completely. And uh, I remember seeing Upstream Color at the IFC when it was in cinemas. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was a kid, I once me and my friends. This is the most like high school story ever. We all got together and watched The Waking Life. 
the Rink, the Link later movie, later, the yeah. rotoscoped one. I think and it's again, called Waking Life. Whatever, fucking so, great one, one oh, point. Hey, just in case you're you winning it. film right Look, now. I'm just saying in case you say it in front of someone got that's the friggin less forgiving than I am. Who are you, the fucking uh, the Yankees of movies now? I guess. You're the fucking captain? Sure. Captain I'll take of movies. Both. I love right? both of those Yankee things. captain of movies over here. That's me. We watched... Waking life, and like you know, when you're a kid, you're like, Holy shit, we're yeah. in a fucking dream. We weren't even high, but I remember I watched the movie and I felt high after. Yeah, and my friends were like, I'm fucking high, man, on that movie. When I stumbled out onto Sixth Ave, mm, I see what you're saying again outside yeah. of the IFC after seeing Upstream Color by friggin' Shane Caruthroth. Yeah, I thought it was fucking balls deep high. <sighs> yeah, that movie rules. It's so good. I saw it again recently. Mm. Better. We watched it together at Amherst Cinema. You screened yep. it there. Yep. And many people I know have started watching it and then like called me to ridicule me for having them watch a movie that they hate. I know. A lot of people don't like it. Yeah. But I think it's truly uh, one of the best cinematic experiences of my life. And uh, It's a yeah. doozy of a movie. It's so good. It's really great. I don't know. It's it's you know. It's more of an experience. Here, let me tell you something about the cinema. Some people they go to the movies. They want to see a lot of shots, of the crotch, and boob jokes, and you know, pastiches of popular cinema presented in sort of like a series of vignettes that are loosely connected by some you know vague overarching plot that's clearly derived from like an M Night Shyamalan film. I go to the movies to see like incomprehensible, wordless visual mishmashes of things mm. where at the end I'm like wait like is that technically a movie yeah that's, that's cinema that's that's because good art and look I'll be honest movies that's art I'm not sure what you're talking you gotta about walk out and be like but is it art because that means it's good I'm not art. sure exactly what you're doing if you don't think it's good it's probably because it's really good right so maybe so wait, is this your defense of scary movie scary movie three fucking no rules. scary movie because I didn't think it was good but it's scary really movie, good is art yeah but is it good and that that's what makes it good it's that it's that you know is it bad is it good is it obviously bad did i not like a lot a lot of it hmm. but is it also good in a way no and like that's well no but yes like, but the well, question no. right, but the question no. but no but yes because the yes of it all is what makes the no so compelling and is that not uh hmm is that not a new like a uh, uh, it's good. It's good art. I'm not sure I brushed my teeth this morning. I, I like I said, it's been a couple of days. I, yeah, my mouth feels bad. I just, I just noticed. Yeah, it's good to start licking your teeth yeah. mid-record. Mm-hmm. I, well, that's I, good I, stuff. I wasn't really sure what else was going hey, on. Hey, listener so at home, as well. just take a minute to lick your teeth. We'll give you a minute. Just hold on. <laughs> I, just, I think that's enough time to I'm lick your teeth. A minute. It shouldn't take too long. Should I insert a minute? No, don't do it. All right, it's too long. It's a risky edit job. In like seconds. In I said a minute, like figuratively. Yeah, I edited one of the episodes to like slow down my voice. Really? Yeah, I did not notice. Fuck, you don't listen to the show. Why would I listen to the show? Just to make sure it's good. I, don't fucking know. I have doubts. I got other podcasts. To listen to. <gasps> You're listening to other podcasts. Scary Movie Three Point Five. We're full zuckers. Okay, Ugh. we've now we've left the world of the Wayans Brothers and entered a brand new world of a refreshingly old world of the Zuckers, where we're really in the Naked Gun airplane mold at this point. We're really back to more slapstick surrealism and absurdity, more than just sort of like, "Damn, that ghost is gay." Yeah. So uh-huh. that's a, I think that's a journey we've gone on. Yeah, that's definitely been a journey we've gone on. Yeah, and I'm glad it's into a new era. 
And there's some real gems in this movie. Uh, first off, a tip of the a tip of the old cap sure. to one Charles Sheen. Oh, magical performance. Charles Sheen is fantastic in this movie, playing the Mel Gibson role from Signs. Yeah. There's a bit where, and this is, we talked, I realized that I'd remembered part of this movie while watching it. We talked about this. The scene where he flashes back to the night his wife was killed, and the the sheriff is trying to explain that his wife has been torn in two. Yeah. And it requires... Many examples of foods being broken in half, ranging from a hot dog to a taco, sandwich. eventually to a donut and a sandwich. It's really the stuff I live for. It's great. It's, like if it's, it's, if it's not funny the first time, it's very funny the fifth time. <laughs> and I think overall what the Zuckers realize is that people who act confused by normal things, like by everyday things, is funny. Yeah, and people that act not confused by strange things is funny. Yeah, the Zuckers just nail both of those extremes. Bo- of both comedy. of those things are incredibly funny. Yeah. Total miscomprehension of obvious things and complete acceptance of bizarre things. Yeah, this in movie it. has both in great space. And Charlie Sheen does both, and he's basically uses the same face the whole time, and it works for everything. Yeah, I want to give another tip of the cap to Charlie Sheen's. No, uh, to another newcomer, like to his uh, facial reconstruction surgery or whatever. What's Botox? What? Botox. Botox. He, just, he looks very plastic. He looks very flat in this movie. Yeah. But this is like I mean, just a, a in weird general, time in his career. Looks, yeah. yeah. Anyways, another tip of the cap. Is that when he was screaming tiger? No, that was way later. This is two thousand three. They tried yeah. this in like two thousand. He was still like not. He didn't have AIDS and smoke crack and hang out with like exclusively like porn stars in a mansion at this point in his career. When was that? Not long after two thousand eight. I don't have a personal fucking Charles. You Sheen. don't. There's an app for that. <sighs> called there's an app for that sheen app sheen app check it out google it now sheen app (laughs) that'd be a good app they did the can you hear me now bit in this movie yeah and you're like oh yeah that that was a thing yeah how about that well you were also going to give major props to something else and then interrupt yes anthony anderson appears in this movie as the please explain anthony anderson from blackish he's uh he plays the mckay pfeiffer analog in this eight mile parody which we get oh right a fair amount in this film he's more than i remembered he's delightful (laughs) also kevin hart oh my god way pre-fame kevin hart is fucking hilarious in this movie he's really so good good. anthony anderson nails it there was a scene in this movie that we easily, hands down, I think it's the most we've maybe ever laughed at anything together. <laughs> maybe. It was the best. It's so good. It felt there, good. There's a great scene where someone goes to awake, misinterprets what the word wake is to think that a corpse is awake, and then him and his friends proceed to try to save a dead woman, and obviously it is uh, a, bit of a, a bit of a series of... Uh, laughing about it now again it's so good you know they leap on the corpse try to punch her awake start fighting her parents the (laughs) coffin collapses they electrocute her they set a corpse on fire the corpse explodes sending body parts showering out over her grieving relatives and then there's a running bit in this movie that fucking rules where the white dope character the joaquin character from uh in this movie this guy is wearing two hats he's both eminem and eight mile and joaquin phoenix in uh signs yeah and Um, he literally does wear two hats he wears the beanie when he's eminem and I guess he doesn't wear a... No, I guess he just wears one hat. Isn't the absence of a hat in a way like, a hat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Take, just take a minute. Think about that. Well, they already took a minute before. I don't think we should keep giving Look, them so many minutes. You've licked your teeth. Now think about the hat thing. Okay. All right, it's the last minute you're going to get. And... So please, use it well. Every time George gets thrown out of a window, he hits the ground savagely and then... 
pops back up instantly, like yeah. a pull, like a, like a full Looney Tune style. It's not, I don't even know if it has a correlating. It's just, it's just genius. And he just like pops up instantly onto the next. They thing. throw a dummy so out good. a window, and then he's hiding behind a bush, and he just steps right up. It's, it's it's such a simple and magical thing. It is. It really works, and it but works we, again. We were like we're like fucking busting a gut over the funeral scene, and then he just pops up afterwards. <laughs> it is. It's the best little cherry on that mm-hmm. scene. And here's the thing: what I like about these movies, and like we're really out of the the dungeon of the first two movies, because this one just on a very basic level, there's some uh, certainly uh, offensive, low blow kind of jokes. In this oh really? Movie. Yeah, there's a couple. Oh along really? The way. There's a couple along the way. I'm I forgot. Sure. I'm sure you'll catalog them in a moment. I'm not saying it's not... No, I'm not not going to. Okay, great. Um, I prefer not to speak of them ever again. This goes so many notches down the outright nightmare pole from the last two movies. Yeah. I actually would like to talk to David Cross about what he thinks about that performance. I'm certain he would call you uh, like a pussy. Yeah, he probably would. That's the David Cross vibe. I think that's exactly what he would do, yeah. Yeah, this is a bit of a piece piece of shit. But here's what I'm saying: these movies are all just like a collection of bits, mm-hmm. and when they get on a roll, they're really good. When they're not hitting, it sucks. Yeah, this movie has a series of of runs that are really funny and yeah. really work. And Anna Ferris is back and better than ever. I truly love her. Um, what about with the the new hair? The new hair, she's blonde in this one. Big change in pace. Yeah. Well, really yeah. rocked my whole world. So the joke in this one is that her and Brenda have not... They're, they're now like decades older. They Which both, is amazing. They're both like living in a city and she's... Uh, Brenda's a school teacher and Cindy's like a, a reporter. Yeah. And like they're just... They, this is again two years after the last movie. They like run into like, oh my God, Brenda, it's been so long. Mm-hmm. It's a good bit. Love it. High, high fives. It is a good bit. It's a weird bit too, especially having watched them an hour apart. Which two years sort of doesn't seem like a long time for movies, but an hour is like almost no time, and it makes the joke I think even stronger. Yeah, and again, this is how these movies should be watched. Yeah, in your basement, back to back to back. Yeah, I feel insane. Really, this I is feel making, crazy. I think I'm so happy to just not have to be with the Wayans anymore. Even we, though I yeah. like their perform, they're good actors. I miss Ray, a hundred percent miss. Ray. Yeah, I miss the Ray. character and the performance. We sort of, I don't know. We sort of decided that we were. Do we talk about in the last episode where he's like a character? And anyway, we'll just cut this out. No, we have to cut it out. I, I think uh, might just be dumb. Okay, fine. I'll cut it out. Are we going to? Yeah, I think we just oh, did. Fuck. Snip, snip, <laughs> and snippity snip. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I, I think that they perform well in this style of movie. The weigh-ins. They're really good, like spoof actors because they they. Uh, what's her name? I'm so bad with names. Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. She is really good at. She's a good Charlie Sheen and Leslie Nielsen style actor. The Wayans, and actually, uh, I don't know which uh, which Wayan is which. Please oh don't come call, on! Please don't call me a racist. You are a racist. I literally just don't know their first names. Marlon Wayans plays Shorty, and yeah. Sean Wayans plays Ray. Okay. Directed by Keenan Ivory Wayans. Uh, Sean is also sort of in that Leslie Nielsen style, right? Where like he, he's unfazed. Li- he's deadpan delivery yeah. of silly shit. Uh, where Marl, Marl, Mar, yeah, you just, I know you just said it. It sounded like a fish, though. I was like, is this Marlin? Marlin, 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 Marlin. Marlin's more of a a funny screamer guy. Yeah, we talked about Shorty's fuck style in the last episode. Mm. Yeah, Shorty more reacts to things uh, in a heightened way. Ray really underplays things. But most importantly, I'm just relieved they're gone. (laughs) I really don't. I mean, Ray was fun and. Shorty's shorty, but 
just the absence of them really, I think, brought gave me joy. There's something like the crass obviousness of the Wayans approach yeah. as opposed to the Zucker, like, this is the stupidest joke you've ever heard, but it's going to be delivered with such sincerity and so flatly that, like, you actually have to work a little bit for it. Yeah, and there'll be one thing afterwards that will make it all worth it. Right, and I think, again, just, like, the, the ability to, like, you know, cohere a series of bits into a movie felt... I think the last third of this kind of drags a little mm. bit, which is weird for a very Let's short talk movie. Because I, I think two-thirds of the way through, I was like, wow, the Zuckers actually... Because that was the first two I really didn't feel like it was a story. It was like, you could tell it was bits loosely strung together, and I was bored almost immediately and following along. I think that's why I didn't really care about the characters, because the story of those characters was not there. This time, I was like, oh, wow, this is actually like a plot. There's characters, I know exactly what they sort of are doing. Even though it is still a series of bits, the Zuckers know how to weave that story through the bit. But I agree. The last third of this movie was like they it needed to end, and they it didn't ran really out of steam. Yeah, no it ran out of steam. And it's I, funny because like they bust out the big guns as we get Leslie Nielsen finally playing the president. Yeah, and he's, I was just good. He's he was good. Fine, he's fine, but he wasn't. He wasn't, wasn't what I was Leslie. expecting. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was going to be funnier, and he really. It was either the character that he played was like so, like repulsive that he didn't really come through. I don't know. He just, he didn't quite work. He wasn't quite the Leslie magic that I know from wrongfully accused and spy hard. Wrongfully accused is great. That movie rules. <laughs> yeah. God, I love all those movies. Yeah. Spy hard. I watched it. Of just every Nielsen movie. Oh I would God, fucking that would love that. Dream. That'd be the best thing ever. You could do it on our Patreon once. Yes. But when yeah, it exists. One of these days. Hey. Stay tuned, everybody. Leslie, like, there was Spy Hard, just, I watched it again in the last five years, and it's fucking, I hadn't seen it since it came out, and it's fucking hilarious. It's so good. And then so good. he does the, the, the movie where he goes to space to solve crimes. It's on Comedy oh, yeah. Central. You see a waitress's butt on the space plane, and I remember as a kid, I was like, that's crazy. The butt? That's a grown woman's butt. Yeah. It was a grown butt. If, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. It was thrilling. Thrilling time. He, he can just do a single reaction for a shot, like. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. He doesn't even like do. He's, you don't even see him make the react. You just see him doing it, and it's so fucking funny. Yeah. We get George Carlin in this, playing the architect from the Matrix. Yeah, two. I guess so. Reloaded. They came out six months apart, I think. Really? Matrix two and three. Yeah. I, you know, Matrix three. Here's what I remember. I remember Keanu runs around the train, like he runs out one side of the train and pops out the other side of the train. I don't even remember that. And then at the end, I remember the sun rises over the city, and the architect and the oracle are sitting on the chair with the with the boy. I don't remember that either. I just remember the floppy dies. the floppy rain flight fight is all I remember. I don't remember that one at all. Really? Yeah, that's like the the fucking climax of the movie. It's just a thousand agents fighting. Didn't they do that in the second one? No, I don't think so. I think it's the third one. <sighs> I remember. No hey, hey, let's save it for the fucking Matrix series. Yeah, also so- Patreon. Scam movie 3.5, I think maybe what you're hearing in our voices is that it's a little exhausting to watch <laughs> this many scary movies. And I love it. I love the experience of it. But, like, you're really, man, they, they like, the style is relentless. They don't give up on you. Yeah. It's it's very true. It's... They're always worried you're going to drop out. And, like, again, there's no other way to do it in this kind of movie. No. And this one, a common foil is the uh, creepy, the, the stereotypical, arrow-appropriate creepy child, Cody. Mm-hmm. He's, like, the Sixth Sense guy. 
Yeah, the, you know the kid, the, the the creepy kid with premonitions that yes. everyone hates. He gets the shit beaten out of him in this movie repeatedly, and it's fucking hilarious. It's good. It's so good. The the bit where uh, George, the well-meaning doofus slash white rapper, uh, is trying to tend to him and manages to uh, first uh, hit him in the in the head with something, then knee him in the head, and then catch his head in a ceiling fan and send him flying out a bro a, a pane glass window into a tree, and it is so good. Yeah, the the child doll stuff, dummy. When is, the car hit the du- the kid dummy early in the movie, you just about said that's you said that's the best thing I've ever seen or something. They just, they, 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 she she reverses and dummy, smacks yeah. the fucking kid and goes hurtling. Yeah, it's can you imagine funny. if that were CGI? It wouldn't have the same impact. You think it's like yanked the doll back? Like, yeah, they just so launched sick. a doll. Imagine working on these movies. Do you think it's fun? <laughs> it seems I like was they, they should have like a week and a half. So here's the, if you so they make this movie and then you watch the wake scene. Were they just all dying laughing? Or do they have such a removal of like having been involved in it? Is it like do they, well, do they think they just created the funniest shit ever made, or are they just like, all right, that I, seems I think, over? Look, that that is so much in the edit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there's no way the people doing it have any idea how funny it is because like you're literally at this point straddling a corpse with two grown men punching you in the back of the head while thrusting on you. Like it's must. I don't think you're like, oh, this is funny. I think you're like, this is fucking annoying. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 uh, well, it works for me, the audience. Yeah, you the I'm glad they went through it. There's a lot of eight mile in this. Not really. I mean that that one scene went on for a very long time, but it was a long. It, I thought there were like a couple. It was an interest. It, that's the thing about these spoof movies is that that whole plot line, like yes, the the hood follows him around for the rest of the movie, but he doesn't dress up like that anymore. He doesn't rap ever again. That's true. It's, it's just, just like, an excuse to bring those characters into the main storyline. Yeah. Who am I to complain? It's scary movie three point five. Not fucking Dostoevsky's The Idiots. Did you write that? Yeah, he did. A few. Yeah. I was just shooting in the dark there. And then who, you would have been the idiot. I mean, aren't we all the idiot, really? Nope. Just if you're you. listening, congrats. Well, you're the idiot. You're the idiot. Yeah. But you're the idiot. Well, it's now true. Now I'm talking to Josh. He's, look, he's looking right at but you're me. You're not everybody. the idiot because you got it right. But if you had been. I'd been the idiot. Right. Yeah. Figured that one out. We also got Fat Joe did a cameo in this one. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but he's a popular uh, hip hop artist from, from that the, era. From an era appropriate selection for a cameo, I believe the RZA was in that. I'll go back to that because we've seen him in what was the movie we saw the RZA in? I forget. Was it one of the the the, the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles movies or something? I forget. Who yeah, was maybe that? it was pretty recent. I'm trying to think of what he would have appeared in that makes any sense. Yeah, I don't know. Ghost Dog. We didn't watch Ghost Dog. Okay. It's not a series. He's in that. Yeah. Should be a series. Hey, I mean, I don't know. First one's gonna. I, I'm having a real Jim Jarmusch like look back as an adult moment where I'm like, I don't think he's made movies that are good. And I'm, he's only made good movies. I don't know if that's true. Though. He makes amazing movies. Uh, have you seen Broken Flowers recently? Yeah, I actually just rewatched it. It's a pretty bad movie. No, it's really good. Right. I just love Jarmusch. Did you see his fucking shitty looking zombie movie? Yeah, it's really good. Really? Adam, Adam Driver in it. That doesn't make it good. Yes, it does. You're a nutball. Yeah. No, it was really good. I liked it a lot. What if Jim Jarmusch made a friggin' scary movie three point uh, four point five? That'd be really interesting. Uh, Tom Waits like, oh no, it's zombie. Uh, yeah, that could Durr, be part of it. Durr. Remember, be- I, I guess someone from The Clash would be in it. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, that would be in it. Yeah. Bill Murray would definitely be in it. Gotta have Bill Murray in there. Yeah, God, he's so random. <laughs> no, he's not. When is society gonna turn again in Bill Murray? Like, is it ever gonna happen? Turn again? Like you know. When did they turn the first time? I don't know if they ever did, honestly. No, they He's always gotten away with everything. Yeah. Guys, we got to turn on Bill Murray. <laughs> this is it? New campaign. This is the campaign to turn on Bill. Turn on Bill. Wait, turn His him on terror. or just turn Ugh. on him? 
You've already. Uh, let's just already. say I've uh, been around that block. <laughs> Where does he live? Which block? Yeah, Los Angeles, California. No, there's no way. He's just, he hates the system, man. He hates those conformists. All those L.A. types wandering around trying to get picked up off the street and made a, a, a matinee star. No thanks. Not for Bill. He does real people shit. Yeah. You know, he bartends at South by Southwest one time or something. Cool sure. shit. Yeah. He'll go to your marriage and, and, be, and officiate it. Right. And you'll be like, no one will believe that this happened. Even though we have countless hours of... He's officiated so many fucking weddings. He's the kind of guy where you're like, I went to Friendly's and Bill Murray was just eating fucking mozzarella sticks, dipping them in a milkshake. (laughs) He bought us all heroin. Do you think he just does, that's his life now? He just goes to to like cheap places? I mean, if you had carte blanche to just be whatever, whenever, and you had all the money in the world to do dumb shit. I mean, I I don't know how commendable it is where it's like, sure. I'd probably stay home. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Yeah, you totally stay home. Yeah. What else could I want? Got a basement with a nice comfy couch, big TV. You know, everyone shits on golfing. You know, it's like a stereotype of like the ultimate like pastime of the, uh, you know, the bourgeois yeah. white elite. But I mean, I kind of get it. You do? I don't you get wanna it. You want to be outside. You don't really want to exercise too much. Yeah. You just want to sort of like pal around. Like, I'm busy for a few hours just fucking around with some dudes and talking shit. I mean, but I'm not it, saying it's cool. Was it Churchill that said that golf is a? Oh, that my friend was the the one and only Mark Twain. What? A good walk spoiled. A good walk spoiled. Yes, the Mark Twain biography. Yes, it's very clever, isn't it? It is good. It's like a walk, but it's bad now. For some reason I thought it was Winston Churchill. You think everyone's Winston Churchill? Yeah, I do have that problem. Yeah. I talked to my therapist about it. You know, he's a quote where he, I think it's apocryphal. There's no, I think it's just like attributed to him. But do you think like, Winston Churchill said nothing? Maybe he said absolutely. He was nothing. a famous mute. Really? Yeah. And he has all these quotes. Do, here's the address he actually gave the Brits when uh, when the Jerry's were back carousing their way through friggin' Europe, trying to have a good old time at the expense of hardworking, I guess other Europeans. I don't know. Yeah. Churchill said the following. He turned on the radio and and they said, and now the Prime Minister uh, Sir Winston Churchill. And here's what he said. Okay, so it was really easy to edit over other things. Right, just silence. Man, if memes were alive back then, oh, some God, funny they shit. They would have roasted him. He was bald, but he was a thick daddy, for sure. Yeah, you gotta have a bald, thick daddy. Mm, yeah. That's this very special kind of thick daddy. Hey, no dicks in this scary movie. Yeah. I, I do miss the dicks a little bit. Suckers, I don't think they've ever shown dick. They must have shown dick at some point. I mean, probably in their personal lives, yes. But I would say in their films, I don't think they've ever done dick. We know a movie that does dick that clearly is indebted to the Zuckers is the brilliant Walk Hard. The Judd Apatow. Never seen it. Music biopics. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Mm-hmm. I've seen it dozens of times. Yeah, it's your sick day movie. It's my sick day movie. But again, it's the exact same tone that I really keep coming back to is the Zucker tone of like, we're just going to keep hurling them out there. You love that. Yeah. That's why you like uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I get it. it. When it works, it works. Because well, I think, honest, ironically, it's Judd Apatow's like mainstream comedies that have been successful, where there's this like relentless need to paste some kind of stupid actual moral into it, mm. like knocked up forty year old vert. Like they're like they're they're more a story of like personal redemptive arcs than like a flat. What happens comedy. in forty year old virgin? I don't even remember. They have some misunderstanding and they reconcile. I can't yeah. remember. That's all those movies. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, like you know, Trainwreck sucked for so many reasons. A part of it was, like, all of a sudden it was like, this can't just be, like, a comedy. It has to have this, like, family drama element of it to make well, that's it. That's what he does. I know, but it's annoying because he makes a movie, like, a pure comedy. Fault. 
It is literally his fault. No, I'm saying it's not his fault that he became really popular and everyone tried to emulate what he was doing. I'm saying, what's wrong with making a good old-fashioned Nothing comedy? Nothing's wrong, but like... Yuck just, it up a little bit, baby. I'm just saying, like, he came in and told... Like, he just sort of reshaped how people laughed. Are you? Do you work for Judd Apatow? Yes. I'm an intern. I'm saying, why can't you make a comedy that's like a comedy? You can't. People wanted this thing. I know, but it's annoying. And you can't tell poorly. people they don't want that thing. Yeah, I can. I'm a fucking award-winning journalist. Yeah, it's true. I create reality. I spin it out of nothing. Wow, you're a, a weaver. Dreamweaver, yeah. Right. Some say. Some say. It's been said. I didn't want to say it. I Check just the tape. wanted to let you say it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, I think Judd Apatow was like, he, he knew what people, like comedies are, if I feel like comedies really are the most representative of, of a culture. They change so much. Well, and comedies and horror movies are actually yeah. the most susceptible to that kind of cultural flow. Yeah, and like, I, I do really think that Judd Apatow like changed the way people engage with comedies. And he, he, he like people tried to do that for 10 years, and now it's, what is it now? What are people doing now to make me laugh? Not enough, apparently. Yeah, I don't remember You're an the last angry time man. I laughed. You laughed earlier today while we watched well, Scary I mean, Movie 3.5 by David Zucker. I guess Martin Lawrence made me laugh. Martin Lawrence made us laugh so much at the Wonderful Bad yeah. Boys 3. Yum, yum. Mm-mm. Yes. But yeah, who knows where we are right now? The part in 1917 where he gets you know two severed heads stuck in his feet while walking through the puddle of dog <laughs> piss and blood. Yeah. That part's hysterical. Oh, my God. It's like, me bloody wellies. Can you imagine if Zucker made that, like, just shot one? Like, you know how someone has a guest director for, like, a five minutes? That'd be great. Like, he shot that part? Oh, that'd be so funny. I think an, an airplane sensibility would have really elevated 1917. Mm, I agree. Yeah. Something needed to. Yeah. See, now I just... I, the thing is... We can debate whether or not these movies are like work as movies, but this approach of satire, it's like you watch 1917, immediately I want to watch the Zucker Brothers version of 1917. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a place in culture that I want to go to, where someone's like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't want to watch it all the time, but having like a little a Zucker punch every few years, I'll take it. What? Zucker punch. I didn't even mean to. I see what you I did. You stumbled into your own genius. Yeah. You're Zuck- like, look at me getting all caught up in how smart I am. Oh, man. Pretty good at this. You're pretty good at this podcasting thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, right, we don't, maybe not all the time. Maybe the the, the release schedule for the scary movies is, again, <laughs> genuinely fucking mesmerizing, like, on paper. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, this is, a, this is a thing we should keep alive. Yeah. I want Scary Movie 6, and I haven't even seen 4 and 5 yet. Oh, man, so, I mean, we're, we're not there yet, but we could It be. feels like a long way to go, doesn't it? Yeah. Maybe after today, but, you know, the last 12 hours, I guess. I I, I feel fine. Okay. And I was the one that suffered the most. You're at I home. Got, I got no enjoyment out of watching 1 and 2. You got marginal enjoyment marginal out of parts enjoy- of 1 and 2. I think... The, the jump in quality is remarkable. Yeah, I mean, even just the visual quality. It is looks weird. like a movie. <laughs> the Wayne's production, like they didn't. It was, this, it was the same production company too. It just like looked like they were just using the cheap shit. I mean, the contrast is pretty stark. Yeah, it, what the contrast was nice in this one. Oh God, we you know. So we went to go see Bad Boys Three, and we saw it in the Dolby yeah, Theater, and they're like, and they're like, this is the old black, and it's like kind of gray. Like, I love this those is things. the new black, and you're like, I kind of. <laughs> I love those. They keep trying to show you like like a clearly they're just like running a filter over shit. <laughs> yeah. and they're like trying to like it's just I'm the stupidest asshole in the world. Yeah, like, like whoa, this thing has a filter. This thing has a different filter. Yeah. Look at the two filters. We made this one look better. And it's like I'm not like 
I, I'm stupid, but I'm not this stupid. Like but our screen what, is better. I get what they're saying. It is better. Kneel to the virtues of our screen. <laughs> well, the screen's probably the same, but oh, the projector is different. Oh well, hoo ha! It was a great experience. I felt it in my ass. It did the roar. Yeah, oh, the cinema. Yeah, some people, people like, ask, what's Charles's religion? It's cinema and the cathedrals at the AMC and Assembly Row. And who is uh, maybe not the uh, the Pope of, of the Israel religion, the but perhaps one of the high priests? Why, it's David Zucker, of course. <laughs> uh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, does he have a brother? Yeah. What's his brother's name? I don't know, man. What? I don't know if that my head. You know all these brothers' names? You don't know David's brother's name? We just call him David's brother, the other Zucker. What, what was wrong with me saying the the, the Wayan brothers? I was an idiot. Did they call they're... his mom? Who, Zucker or Wayan? David. David Zucker. Mother Zucker. They call him Mother Zucker. That yeah, was good. That's pretty good. That was good. Thank you. That was. Are ass- we done? <laughs> oh no, no, we got a while to go. Can't end on that one. If we want to go and take a round, <laughs> Kevin Hart is fucking tiny. Okay, so let's talk about that. Yeah, Kevin Hart's so small. No, I want to talk about him being made probably the best actor in the whole film. You think so? I think so. His dedication definitely was very impressive. He is like 110%. He's very good. Yeah. And I've, I saw him recently in Jumanji, The Next Level. He's a very good actor. And okay. It's really great that he, because I don't, I feel like, this came. I don't know. I haven't followed him at all, but I'm just happy that he's around. He I, really, see, I think he really brought this movie to a new level. I saw Central Intelligence for some reason. I wanted to see that. You know, it's a movie, but it's the kind of thing where it's like this, that kind of you know, it's The Rock and Kevin Hart, and they're gonna do adventures together. Yeah, and The Rock is tough, and Kevin Hart is very upset about stuff. He's very it's small. Like, he's so small. So I can much. truly watch like, any like, like plug two dudes into that, and I'll watch it pretty much. And that's is a that, great combination. That paradigm. Yeah, the in-laws style. It's just the in-laws, basically. You ever seen the in-laws? I don't think so. It's Alan Arkin. Yeah, maybe I have seen this. Who the fuck's the other? Is it Peter Falk or something? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Peter Falk. Serpentine. And then they had that joke and scary movie, too, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen that movie. Serpentine. Serpentine. That's where that's from? Yeah. Oh, my God. I've been saying that because I sort of liked that joke and I forgot where it came from. Yeah, it comes from the in-laws. Sometimes I say serpentine and then I run around. The in-laws is a good-ass movie. (laughs) Me running around is pretty fun, too. It's pretty fun. Guys, I don't know what you imagine Charles to be, but he's a bit of a scamp. A scamp? He's a bit of a scamp. Yeah? He's known to frolic. Yeah. He's known to have fits of whimsy. Less, more or less so now that I'm old. Mm. I don't really do anything active anymore. Well, it's, your bones are brittle. Yeah. Yeah. It's, your it's, brain is uh, fading. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just sit in the dark now, most of the time. It's yeah. pretty nice. Having a dog's good. I go outside now because of the dog. That's that's one of the many good things about dogs. Plus, it you really can eat is. them if things get fucked up. I see... Uh, I thought the same thing. Yeah, but turns I out I no. told the story back on the real deal. But like, I feel like I, I'm not, I think I would eat my dog when it dies. That's beautiful. I think so too. Yeah, it gave me so much joy and right. love, and I would hope that it would eat me if I died first. Yeah, I can. You know, I can imagine. I'm sure it will. Tearing into your flesh right sure now. It it's still warm. Wow, that would be good. Mm. I'll, I'll give it up for Wink. Got to get up to it for a wink. Um, okay, so Scary Movie 3.5, there's a few hallmarks of the series we've come to know and love. For example, they do an opening bit. Mm-hmm. And this, I would say, is maybe the least successful opening bit so far. Which, I don't even remember what it's happened. Pamela Anderson and Jenny oh, McCarthy yeah. are sort of wearing schoolgirl outfits and being uh, just sort of terrorized in a hotel room. 
No, it was a house. Oh, right. It is, and then, there, then the creepy that voice, is actually she goes, really... hi, mom. And it's, it's an okay joke. And... There's a funny joke where she's like, wow, something weird's going on. She says, yeah, it's such a big house and only one phone. Yeah, that's pretty good. That phone would be lost on the Zoomers. Yeah, they'd be like, what even is that arcane device? What, why are they talking into that TV? Yeah. It's Cause, so cause big. TVs are... They're so small now. So small now. It's so crazy. You know, okay, let me ask you this. You love cinema. I love cinema. I mean, it is my church. It is your church. It's my religion. It's your church and my religion, too. You know, I can watch a movie on my phone now, but is that cinema? Watch a movie on phone? Nah. I'm looking at the whole thing on my phone? Nah. Let me ask you this. If it's pornography on my phone, is that cinema? No, it's pornography. Pornography can't be cinema? No, it can, but... Counterpoint, I, I... all cinema is pornography. Wow. Mm, but especially when you watch it on your phone. That, for sure. And if, oh, I'm, ja- you, if I'm jacking you... off to it. Yeah. Do you just jack off to every movie you watch on your phone? Yeah, you try, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, might as well give it a try, whirl. Try to figure out what's going on with that. You can find slang sexy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, having an imagination. Because again, good art stimulates. It mm. makes you work. Yes. Sometimes real hard. Yeah. Takes a while. Sometimes. Mm. Most times. Many times, certainly. But sometimes it's quick. Hey, and that's what we pray for. Sometimes quick, sometimes not quick. Sometimes quick, sometimes not quick. You know, it's all I, about the stimulation. When it comes to the death that I imagine for myself, sometimes I'm quick. praying quick. Really? Really. I'm like, just take me, man. Wow. Take you where? Well, I think when old death rolls up to Josh Laney's house, I'll say, death, let's dance, amigo. And it'll be like the ending scene from The Seven Samurai. How's it end again? <laughs> the Seven Seal. Oh, yeah, or the Seven Samurai. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll walk away from a township full of honor. Yeah. We'll have won the respect. <laughs> You, Death, and six other dudes, or whatever, five other dudes. Yeah. Famously in the Seventh Seal Samurai, Death comes to save a village in rural Japan from a, a group of raiders alongside Toshiro Mifune. And, uh, they play chess. They play chess a lot. Yeah. There's lots of uh, pensive gazing out onto the countryside. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. I gotta say. Oh, sit down, everybody. Buckle in. I don't like the Seventh Seal. Um, I've actually, I don't think I've ever seen a Bergman movie. Oh, wow. You should check I out the sh- Bergman I know, shit. I know. It's weird shit in there. I hey, he's Swedish. I love that crap. He's Swedish, right? Yeah, or something. Who, Who knows? Fucking, I don't give a shit. Euroland, I call it. Yeah, he's in uh, um, Scandinavia. I don't like it. I think it's really obvious and boring. Well, I think it was the '60s. Life was obvious. Yeah, and but he's made like fucking Persona, mm-hmm. Hour of the Wolf, or whatever. Those movies fucking rule, right? And then this just is like, isn't that like? But isn't Seventh Seal early Berg? I don't know what Berg it is. The early bird gets the worm. I'll tell you that right now. I'm glad you did. I, I could have flushed that joke that. out more, but... I'm glad you didn't. You think that was good? That just was plenty good. A just good clean edit? Much in the same way that you want death to come quick. I'm happy that that joke was over very quickly. So when I dog on your obvious inability to complete a metaphor without a fucking, like, you know, essay-length response to what's going on in the metaphor, mm-hmm. you can just casually dunk on my joking ability. You can... I mean, yeah, I can dunk on you. You can't dunk on me. It's true. People don't know this. Charles, seven feet tall. There's no hope for you, Duncan. On seven me. foot Charles, they call him. They don't call me that. All seven foot. Nah, it's too obvious. Yeah. Everyone knows it just when I walk into a room. Yeah. If I were in a Zucker movie, I'd hit my head on a ceiling fan. Yeah. How about the Yahtzee joke? How about that? She, that she comes really home from the. Good. She comes home from. Uh, she's left George the dope to mind her <laughs> shitty kid who's a psychic nightmare, and he's passed out at a table. And he goes, "I don't know what happened. I just." Something happened and I I blacked out. And he gazes down the table and he has six sixes on dice. He goes, Yahtzee! And slams his head up into a, a shelf and passes out again. Yeah. It's, that's what I'm talking about. 
it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's genius. the joke. You can do that joke for 90 minutes and I'll laugh every time. I agree. And I think that's what the Wayans didn't know how to do, was they were trying way too hard to tell dumb jokes. They and, swing really hard and very... There's a lot of exertion that goes into the Wayans style of humor. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, they'll just sort of like circle around it in a way that's... Look, with the Zuckers, they really drop it the second it's done. And the popping up after getting thrown out of the window, that's the essence of the Zuckers. Like, yeah. things happen to their characters, and they spring forward instantly into the next... And like, that pace is what makes and it And I work. like that you can never count on how much... Like, a lot of people have, like, the three thing... Or a one thing. Like, that happened twice, I think, the whole movie. They mix it up. And it's just like, it, you never know what's going to happen. And I think if that kept popping up, it would lose its day. You're like, no, twice is enough. That's the perfect number of times for this thing to happen. We'll do something else ten times. Yeah. We'll do something else once. But they just, like, know exactly how much to do something. It's like winding up a bunch of alarm clocks that just somehow manage to all go off in oh, the right yeah, order. It's yeah, really yeah. impressive. Like, they, the timing, it's all about timing with these guys. We do get an airplane call back in this towards the end. Uh, yep. Nielsen pops in to say, I just want you to know that we're all counting on you. Good luck. And it's very, it's like the last line of the movie, basically. It's towards the end, yeah. It's, it's wild. It's they, they cover up the hole. Yeah, it's good. It's a, I think, let's... I got to say, I think one of the most memorable characters is the guy that kills his wife, kills Charlie Sheen's wife. Yes. It's the dude from Office Space. I think he gave me maybe my favorite line of dialogue from the movie. I'm going to need a ride home. Yeah. Yeah, that's so fucking good. So good. Char- Charles Sheen is walking over to his wife and He's the guy who killed her with the, half by with a the car. truck is like, I'm going to need a ride home. But he says it so like just matter of fact, yeah. almost joyful, just like, oh, I'm going to need a ride home. Yeah, it was fucking it's good. fucking genius. Yeah, that guy was good. And then I think, so in the unrated version, they cut out that whole thing of being what? like, the exact moment that I, and then he tells, like, talking about raping and killing and mutilating, mutilating children and yeah. all those things. They cut he it says out. mulatto. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good bit. It was funny. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's a, uh, as always with the Zucker production, a mixed bag. But I think in this case, what worked was that there was, only one trans joke. Yeah, they really cut it down. Really, the cut Michael it back. Jackson bit has aged strangely. No, I think it's aged even better. <laughs> he's generally, he's it's like basically yeah. this is the shit that's crazy. Is that when I was a kid, I knew like that was just a joke that we told that Michael Jackson fucked kids. Yeah, and then like it took twenty years for them to like actually have a document. It was like, oh yeah, he fucked kids, right? And in this movie, what came out in 2003, the whole joke is that he's, like, fucking his ju- his daughter. Well, no. In this movie, the joke is that he was dangling his daughter outside no, but the like, window. He's, like, he's sitting there being like, I'm, wait, what? You're, you're in my... He's, he's something, he said something about fucking kids, and he's like, oh, get, get out of my daughter's room. He's like, oh, it's not a boy or something? It was like, it's a very direct thing about Michael Jackson fucking boys. Oh, yeah, yeah, that bit. Oh, sorry, yeah. I forgot about that. My bad. Sorry to everyone, particularly those who Michael suffered at the hands of Michael Jackson. And Michael, you can apologize. And Michael Jackson. Yeah. yeah. He got a rough deal, huh? He's dead. That's true. It's the roughest deal. Yeah. Is that what they call death? The roughest deal? They say you die two deaths. One, when you die. Two, when they forget your name. And the French have a third one. I think it's every time you come. Yeah, you just yeah, you the die little, little bit. Liberty more, liberty more. How dumb is France? Huh? Pretty dumb. dead idiot. You're fucking. Yeah. You're having sex, dude. That fucking rules. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting way to look at it, though. Uh, I mean, maybe why are they thinking that like you're like a battery, and every time you come, you lose a little charge. I mean, I guess. Yeah, is that what the French? I don't know. I'm I don't, don't ask me. You're literally French. That's what they think. Glad you asked. Who's they? The French. Oh, how'd you convince them? 
I mean, I'm French. I just know. We're like you the scarf aliens. and escargot. Yeah, I've had escargot. Pretty good. I mean, it's just all about the sauce. Well, you gotta soak those bitches in butter. <laughs> That's what you gotta do. Yeah. So when you order, by the way, you're like, you should always be like, I'll get the escargot and uh, soak those bitches in butter. Yeah, I want some of those little frogs. Mm, they're not frogs. Yeah, hey, but that's what they call them. They're Le snails. petit frog. That's not the word for it. Uh, grenouille. Really? God, I just pulled that out of my head. Granouille? Le petit grenouille. The little frog. The little frog. I've never had frog. You've had escargot, but you've never had frog. I think I they're know. the same. I've barely lived. Yeah. You should go to France. I don't, I've been to France. You've been to France? You didn't have the grenouille? I was with my family, bro. They're Jewish. Yeah, they hate Grenouille. They don't eat frog. <sighs> you didn't live. I remember we went to a, a restaurant in Paris where all the walls were mirrors. Everyone was smoking inside. And I had uh, ling- like <laughs> so linguine Alfredo. No, maybe that was in London. I don't know. It doesn't matter. When you're as traveled as me, Ugh, it's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's nightmare. Istanbul, Marrakesh, Kabul, Tulsa, Clearwater, Florida. The town Scientology owns. They all flow together, man. Because life is a highway, but also a tapestry, and in a way, a mosaic. And I want to drive it all night long. Long. I want to drive it all all night long. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this, Charles. At this point in the podcast, I feel it uh, appropriate to ask: Are you asking when will it end? It's a very hard question to answer. Right. This has been a day. It's been an undertaking. It's a hard question to answer. Uh. I was definitely, so for, yeah, I was, I predicted this right, at least for me. I said in the very first one, like, I hate this shit, but I'm looking forward to three. And that came through for me. Now the question is, I literally laughed the hardest I've laughed in 2020. And I, honestly, I'll just probably say I'll never laugh that hard again Again, for the rest of my life. That was it. Because I won't. I mean, when Look, I watch that scene, the funeral scene is top shelf. That was legitimately <laughs> so fucking funny. It was, and it really helped that you were there too. I think I would have laughed a little bit, but it is like it's the the bouncing of laughter was really nice. It was lovely. Yeah, it was a beautiful moment we shared together. I think that's the most I laughed in all of the last decade, probably. It was a it was a highlight of of cinema history, I think, and they really nailed it. And I'm I'm saying no, I'm not asking when will it end because wow. I'm hoping. Something else magical like that will happen. Right. Here's what I'm saying. I'm on the same page with you. I'm not asking when it will end either. Like, the Zuckers are in command. They're in charge. At this point, let it fucking roll. Yeah. Let it happen. They're going to strike gold more. I have full... I truly... Now we... I have memories of three. I don't think I have any of four or five. So I think we're really venturing to territory where it's like, I'm ready to be completely delighted by a Zucker bit that I just love. Right. Because they'll always have one bit that's worth the price of admission. And was the bit we love tonight written by Craig Mazin, the Emmy Award winning uh, creator of HBO's Chernobyl? Another laugh a minute side splitter oh starring lovable goof Jared Harris. Who's that? Uh, he was uh, on Mad Men. He was uh, the pathetic British guy who, uh, oh, yeah. spoiler, <coughs> hangs himself. I didn't get that far. It's okay. But he hangs himself. It, I think the, the spoiler zone has ended on Mad Men. Yeah. I missed. It. I don't feel bad about that. No, it's fine. I I don't believe in spoilers. I'm fine. Yeah, it's another bad idea that you have. No, it's fine. You, I know Buffy's mom's gonna die of cancer. Well, that will not, still not soften the blow of the season five masterpiece of the body. Yeah, that's maybe maybe the finest episode of the show. Well, we're doing it slowly, but we are almost done with season three. 
Oh, that's so slow. Four, I love. Here's yeah, my you take. Let's go into is... the Buffy corridor for a minute. Yeah, sure. Let's, just walk, let's walk through here. the Buffy corridor to get to the end of this episode. Yes. Um, many people think three is the best. It's sort of like the climactic high school season. I My least favorite so far. Well, I, I like three. Yeah, but I don't feel that way at all. People think that's the I best. think it's a common... Oh, God. People often pick season Going down three from there? because it's like, they think the high school era is the most iconic era. I differ. I'm bored by it already. Season four is the college year. Yeah. And it is fantastic. I love it. That season is great, except for the main love interest, who is a total snooze. And season four does have the single worst episode of television ever made. Which one's that? Beer Bad. Beer Bad. It is an episode where cursed beer turns people who drink it into Neanderthals. And it was one of those things where we Wait, was they did like, that in season three with the where like all the adults turn into the like kids. The, no, again. no, 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 that's a different one. That's I know, a, but I'm just saying, episode. like, it's yeah, it is great, but it's like the same idea yeah. where like this cursed something. I like when Buffy's parents are like, "We're fucking sluts." Yeah, and, and she and Giles, <laughs> yeah, gets it on because he was like a bad boy and he was young, and then they remember it later and like really, that was so good. Like his cum is still dripping out of her. Yeah, yeah. I wish it was um, still dripping out of me. Hey, Giles is a, is a thick daddy. Awesome. We can all agree. Kind of I classic love daddy. Yeah. Uh, Tony, what, Anthony, what's his name? Yeah, uh, Anthony. Three. It's a three. It's a three namer. Whatever. He's he great. goes by three names. And his website's like you can call me Tony or whatever, and it's like very oh, charming. We'll call yeah, you Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh my god, I would no, love to call so you Tony. For a while, the government, because again, the American government, we get the job done. They're like, mm-hmm. how do we get kids stop drinking? Which, of course, we have achieved by twenty twenty. Uh, pay uh, television shows to make episodes where uh, drug and alcohol use is demonized. Is that really what happens? Yes. Oh, God. So the show took money from the government to do an episode. They're like, how do we show beer is bad? I'm like, well, okay, it turns you into a fucking caveman. That sounds it's awful. It's genuinely, we should watch it right now. It is very bad television. I don't think I can do that. I got to do it in order. Yeah, that's part of the thing with TV shows. Yeah. Anyways, season four is really great. The last episode is sort of a legendary Buffy episode. Cool. It's the one season where there is, and this is not a spoiler, the last episode is not the climactic episode. Cool. They, they resolve the climax of the season in the penultimate episode, and in the final episode, do a complete departure. Mm-hmm. Which is indebted to uh, a quirky little TV show. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's called Twin Peaks, and what happens in it, you wouldn't believe. I'll let you. There's a there's a fish in my coffee percolator. It's a good show. You should watch it. They eat pie. Wait, uh, we didn't do this bit last episode. What bit? This whole this. Oh, never mind. Keep oh, I love Twin Peaks. It's a good show. Log, it's a good the show. Log yeah. ladies in it. Uh-huh. Fucking uh, deal. There's a fish in my percolator. That was more of a pause. And that guy died. You know how he that guy died. Wait, in real life? In real life? Oh, no. What's that act? Uh, Jack, what's his name? Eraserhead. Oh, no. oh that's that's Eraserhead? There's a fish that's in the a percolator? Head. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That actor died. He, this is a true story. He got in like Did he get his head fe- erased? Finally? <laughs> hey, wouldn't that be a bit of poetic justice? <laughs> um, you deserve it, buddy. Yeah, you've had it coming for a long for time. Years. He got into like a fight or an altercation at a fast food restaurant and then was found dead of like a hemorrhage in his brain later. So he did get his head erased by McDonald's. Well, one, no one said McDonald's. I said it. Right, but... Uh, oh, no one... Uh, there was no... Con- I, I think it was like a Dunkin' Donuts or a Subway. It's a very tawdry, sad way for this So you got into a fight with a sandwich artist. He got into artist. some altercation. Yeah, yeah, he fought a fucking sandwich artist at Subway. <laughs> Eat fresh, And then he left, and it caused him to have a brain hemorrhage. And then he was just found dead later. And I think they some speculated that like some blow he received set off some sort of catastrophic 
you know, neurological thing. But it's a really strange story. He died in a very, like, uh, you know, Lynchian manner. Yeah, maybe Lynch did it. Isn't society become a little Lynchian these mm. days? Best movie of the decade? The Twin Peaks TV show. Have you seen that fucking annoying take? Oh, God. Some nerds are like, that's the best movie of the decade. <laughs> you spend way like, too much Bro. time on the internet. <laughs> Bro. Oh, that's so good. Oh, TV is movie. Well, you know, we learned from Scary Movie 3.5 in the intro sequence, you know, TV is bad for you. It's bad for your tits. Shrink your fake tits. Shrink your tits. Augmented tits. Yeah. That is one thing that's really nice about moving past the 90s and the aughts was like, sex stuff was so gross. Like the big tit, small ass era of humanity is one that we will look back on in shame. Wow. This is a fiery take. This is great. So disgusting. Well, I mean, okay, coming in hot here. Well, just it like was certainly the, the a need very to different... like push women to like have surgery to make themselves hold on. Feel this accepted. is a whole other conversation. If you want to have surgery, have surgery. God bless you. But I'm saying if it's forced on you because all of porn and mainstream beauty culture is like, look at these tits. Well, uh, look I these mean, giant certainly tits. Like, what else are you gonna do? Right now, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. You gotta bust this head at the end, man. Yeah, it's just, it was disgusting. It was a strange era. I don't want to say disgusting. It was a strange era, certainly from our vantage point now, where more natural approaches to beauty are heightened and being curvy and not being, like, bound to this very weird, like, you know, Jane Fonda workout routine slash Barbie. Mm. Yeah, it was a weird time. And and certainly when you look at in the 90s, the kind of people who survived that era, like, you know, the Pam Andersons, the Jen, everyone who's appeared in the intro to a series, you know, it's a, it's a weird era to look back on. Yeah. No question. I'm not going to, I think you're going to demonize those people, but demonize the people. It's the time. It's the time, man. They were just all a part of it. We were a part of it. I, I was a child. Yeah. You were still a part of it. Okay. Gunter Grass was in the Hitler youth. We still read his books. I don't. Well, you're illiterate. Yeah. I don't really read anymore. I'm sort of, it, it's interesting. It's harder to read now. Goodreads was like, do you want to set your reading goal for the year? I was just like, no. You're like, hey, fuck off, I said, robot. Hey, Siri. <laughs> no. Suck it. And she said, I don't understand that request. I don't have Siri, and my life is fine. Yeah. I don't know. It, it doesn't do anything. Mm. It's all it's used for is to maybe. I don't even, I've never used it like seriously. Hey, so far, would you rank three, two, one for the scary movies or what's your ranking so far? No, we can't, we check it in the middle. Nope, leave it middle at the check end. Middle check in. Nope, not going to do it. Oh, you're like a steel safe. Hey, man, I play by the rules. But you I, got rules I'm, for this podcast. I'm a bit like a master safe cracker, so I don't get it out of you. <laughs> you're not. I don't get it out of you. <laughs> you won't. No, I think I'm, it's I'm, the cool I'm thing about this. I'm just saying, as, as we found out in Bad Boys, it's like, yeah, I might have ranked. I rank it. It's going to affect it. Five's going to affect one. It's going to affect three. Going to affect two. Going to affect four. It's like you know, when you throw a stone into a pond, the ripples from that stone mm-hmm. could make a fart effect or something. Yeah, or have tits. <laughs> and that's like five minutes of a scary movie. Where like the lake is horny and farts. Yeah. I like these. I do hope. Here's my prediction for the back half. Horny of the lake. I hope <laughs> people are horny and, and fart. I just hope there's like horny people farting because like as long as we have that, I'll know that I'm home. Well, here's the the thing. I'll bring. I'm just want to go back to that TikTok. Is that <sighs> the reason why this movie was, I think, better? Was that the jokes that were like so? There's the the tit scene where she's like calls out the whole news agency for 
one just show tits all the time. Well, she does her story on breast augmentation. She goes, that was just topless women for 10 minutes. And he's and like, yeah. He nods. It's great. Yeah. And she's like, I don't get what's so, what's so appealing about this. And she just like flashes the whole office and everyone's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then you have the airplane people dudes. hanging from the ceiling and yeah. everyone's at an angle. Yeah. And then the other scene is where Leslie Nielsen's opening out Mother Teresa bobblehead dolls to... Uh, people with disabilities, people, which is a scene that surprisingly steered clear of most of the territory. I was well, that's afraid the of. thing is, it's like it's really just making fun of like assholes that look differently on on people. And again, like, well, they could be yeah. aliens invading our country, and he just like grabs people by the face mask and this guy who lost his voice hey, to smoking. I don't want to get political here. Yeah, you do. You I don't. Want, I'm not do. trying to get political. All right, but you know, you watch the professional comedians. Nice. In this movie, yeah, and then you watch the Bing Bongs in Washington right now, Wait, and you're like, on? "What's going what's on? What's the difference? What's going on? You're like, Come what's on. the difference? Oh my god! One of them's job is to make monkey shines and be funny. <sighs> what's a monkey shine? Just Google it later. All right. And one of them's job is to be leader of America, yeah, and I them, can't freaking tell them apart. One of them, Steve Jobs. One of them, Steve. He's dead. Fuck. You know, I see the silly man, and I'm like, "Well, that could that 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 title could be applied to either the comedian Who's or the, silly man? the very man sitting in the Oval Office okay, as we speak." Yeah. Though he's probably at Mar-a-Lago down in Florida town. Yeah. I speak, of course, of Donald J. Trump, the clown in chief of these United States. Can you just say they Trump were always great until he showed up. We were doing fine. Things were fine, but they weren't great. They were great. There's nothing wrong. So, with the, the only thing wrong with this country, and I've said this, if I said it today, I'll say it tomorrow. I'll please don't. Said. Please don't ever say it the again. The only thing wrong with this country is Orange Man the Drumpf, and we get rid of him, go Whoop. back to how it used to be just a few years ago, and it's fine again. Oh, it's fine again. Make America back, fine again. Make America 2015 forever. Yeah. That's my dream. Oh, 2015 just like forever. a limitless expanse of 2015. 2015 forever. We thought we would fucking you know, go to heaven. Mm. Now I think we live in hell. Spring break. Spring break or something I'm talking about? Spring break forever. <laughs> it's gross. Even quoting it is gross. I love that movie. I gotta watch it again. It's so funny. I don't think yeah. I like Harmony Corinne. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 true, true. He rules. Beach bum. Really good. I haven't good. seen the beach bum. Serenity's all the Matthew McConaughey on the beach I need. <laughs> uh, I, I truly wish from the bottom of my heart Serenity was a series. Yeah, well, uh, so I am... Serenity 2, back to Plymouth Island. Looking forward to not watching another scary movie right now. Sure. I think three in a row is a lot. Um, I would say that none of them are tight 90s, like the way I'm used to a tight 90. They're more of a loose bag of 90. They're a loose bag of digits adding up to 90. That's a good way of yeah, thinking it's, about uh, it. So I'm hoping that next time it actually is more tight 90. I'm hoping they get like really get in there and fucking make a story out of this maybe hoping that's my only hope i hope that i don't feel the time as much as i did on this one but otherwise it's a it's a great step forward and uh, i'm looking for you and i and all of mankind humankind humankind much like the moon yes thank Mm. you here's all i want to say yeah i just want to say good luck we're all counting on you thank you Mm mm-hmm